All right, guys, welcome back to the Spice Cast. I'm Ben Joe. We got Mr. Justin Tidwell. What's up, guys? <laughs> here today. Uh, we're recording on Valentine's Day, so in, uh, in uh, I guess, post, you say, uh, I hope you had a great Valentine's Day like a week ago. I hope it went great. I don't know. <laughs> had a good weekend. But uh, Justin Tidwell's been around here for a while, has his uh, fingers in some awesome, delicious musical pies around town, if you will. Uh, Rocket City Sounds, you may know him from. Uh, Justin, I want to ask you about uh, how did Rocky City Sounds kind of come about? Um, <laughs> it's a funny story, kind of. Um, Rocket City Sounds was just a kind of an idea uh-huh. um, with me and a friend of mine. We we're talking about a festival and trying to think of a name of a festival, and uh, we landed on Rocket City Sounds. And then having all the musician friends that I have and wanting to tour through Huntsville, um, I was already booking them shows and stuff. So it just kind of turned into, well, why don't I do this? More on a, more on a booking scale, uh, agency scale, and so I thought right. Rocket City Sounds the name sounded good. Um, it's all Huntsville. I'm born and raised here, so that's where the name came from. It was going to be a festival, and now it's a full blown business LLC. Right. I've done the whole work, so <laughs> all yeah. the paperwork is all done. the paperwork's <laughs> done. Money has been so, spent. Uh, uh, who was the first person you booked for? I, I'm making you reach like way back into yeah, the brain. A lot. I've got a lot of dates. Um, <laughs> or, or venue, like the first venue you worked for. Worked the through. first venue I believe that I booked at was Moe's in Providence. Uh-huh. And I think the first actual act I booked was um, Luke Duncan and Andy Abernathy from uh, Second mm-hmm. Place Jake out of Muscle Shoals. Oh, cool, cool. I believe that's that was the very first one. <laughs> So did you uh, immediately just know, like, oh, I, I have all these musical friends, so it came together pretty easily, or did you uh, have people reaching out to you, or what? Um, yeah, it, it did come together um, a lot easier than I would have thought it would, would yeah. have. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it's it's weird. I mean, in a kind of weird sentimental way, I guess you would say. Um, it was like when I started doing this and started reaching out to, to people in Huntsville and, and other venues outside, um, I book stuff all over the country now. Right. And um, it, it's I fi- it was like I figured out what I wanted to do when I grew up, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was it, it, I'm you know it's something that I'm good at and something that I have a passion for and I love doing. Um, so it's it, it's been great to have the connections that I've had and the contacts yeah. that I've had and you know I've networked very well for this and uh, it's been running s- smoother than I would think. Um, knock on wood, uh, but it's a, <laughs> it's a stressful job. There's a lot of oh, moving yeah. parts and it's it's pretty much twenty four seven. Right, right, because you were kind of like uh, the the middleman in between the bands and all the venues and all right. the stipulations and yeah. sudden changes and all that good stuff. And you want to make sure you keep you know everyone happy, which is right. hard to do, especially when they're <laughs> you know you've got all of a sudden it just kind of expands. I mean, I went from booking for two or three different people to mm-hmm. I've got about twenty seven acts now. Wow, um, yeah. who I'm booking for, and it's I've got it's mainly been me. Um, I've had a few, I've had some help here and there, but mm-hmm. I think I've got one employee now who. Uh, it's going to stick around, so hopefully that'll, that'll yeah. take a little bit of the weight a off my shoulders. <laughs> a little bit. Just a little bit. So when you get sick, there's there's somebody else there. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> You're not just in your robe, like, sniffling and doing all this And stuff. sending out emails. Right, 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 right. Through sneezes. Clicking and clacking through right. the, the spit and whatever. <laughs> well, good deal. So uh, what was the most surprising act that you that has... Uh, that you've booked for, I guess. Are there any that just like came out and you're like, I've never heard anything like that before. Um, hmm. I booked Red Mouth out of Muscle Shoals um, at Copper Top one night, and he's he's very 
he's very original. He's good. Mm-hmm. It's very original. Um, it's very different. He had, you know, um, a soundboard on stage that he stomped on, and he had a huge, you know, I don't know what how much it weighed, ten plus pound chain that he used to make noise and to make wow. percussion with. That was odd. I mean, it was cool. It was mm-hmm. it was interesting. It was original. Um, and then booking the Starbenders out of Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Um, I went on a run with them for three days with uh, another band, band that I manage, book for, um, best friends with too. Those cross-town <laughs> rivals out of Kentucky. We went on a little three-day run from Huntsville to uh, Birmingham to Tuscaloosa, and the Starbenders were a lot of fun. It's like a f- female-fronted punk rock band. Uh-huh. And, um, they're, 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 that, that was fun. It's probably the most fun little shows that I put together was that run with them. So are, do you like those um, kind of like smaller, more intimate shows or which it, which ones are fun to be at, I guess, for you? It depends. I mean, that's a tough question because I, <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, punk rock is what I'm, you know, at heart. That's I love uh-huh. it. And I love yeah. the scene, but also I'm a big fan of singer songwriters because I'm a big fan of lyrics. I'm a big right, fan of, right. of, you know, of emotion in the songs. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I like the, you know, the sad bastard songs, the slow song, you right. know, the, that's the heartbreak songs, but bastard songs. I I love that. And I, so I think it depends on the setting. I mean, Mm -hmm. sometimes I'm in the mood to go to a, you know, to a loud punk rock show where there's, you know, beer flowing everywhere. And, Mm -hmm. and sometimes I I really appreciate sitting there and listening to an acoustic act play and play from the heart. Yeah. Well, good deal. So, uh, you've got, you've been around Huntsville for a while then, I guess, since you you were born and raised here. Born and raised here. Have you seen like, uh, what, what kind of, uh, is the dominant genre do you think that you, you come in contact the most? Unfortunately, the cover bands. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, that's, that's the, that's the hardest part here or the, I mean, or I guess that's how it's call myself a music purist, you know, quote unquote. Right. Um, I mean, and I appreciate cover bands. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everyone Mm -hmm. does, but, I really want Huntsville to be something where there's original music. Oh, definitely. And, yeah. I, and there's a ton here. And I feel like, you know, I feel like if we were, if you were to ask the the most you see around here, it's just rock and roll. But, uh-huh. um, and there's a, there's a punk rock scene here. That's, that's trying to, you know, emerge. Spread I mean, it's, it's hard to kill punk rock anyway, you know, so <laughs> it's trying to come back, but there's just, there's not a lot of places that you can, that you can see the music at. I mean, yeah, we're, I we've think, got, we're I big on, like it's, got a lot of bands, but we're short on venues. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of the way it's gone because uh, I mean, Copper Top's been a long-standing, like always yeah. had punk shows there. They've but back the in job. the day, like Flying Monkey used to have the punk shows, and there used to be like that small venue. Uh, what was it, on uh, Pratt or not off off Pratt, but Andrew Jackson, right? And there was a, there was a couple really small venues, but it seems like they, it's kind of in flux because I mean, the Crossroads is out of the picture. Crossroads you know, shutting down. I mean, yeah, that. that I mean, it's breaks my heart still to think about to this day. Oh, I mean, that, yeah, that was, yeah. That was it a, was sad. That was a big part of Huntsville Yeah, that, we, it, that we need to try it, to revive somehow. I feel like there's so many, uh, you know, big acts that, I mean, are driving through here anyways. Exactly. And all you need is the venue to catch them. That's, been, it, that's kind of been my biggest, I mean, I wouldn't say selling point, but, you know, with Rocket City Sounds, I mean, and Huntsville, just t- trying to get them to understand why we need original music here. And it's, I mean, right. it's so much of a proximity. I mean, bands come from Nashville they're on a tour from Nashville to Birmingham. Uh-huh. They're coming through here and right, vice versa. Right. I mean, there's Nashville, Birmingham, Atlanta, Knoxville, Chattanooga, places in Florida. I mean, you're not, Huntsville's right there. There's no reason right. that we, we, we old, we're not on the Southern uh, touring map. and Interstate right yeah. through there. <laughs> I mean, like you said, we're literally driving, you're literally driving right through it. Uh-huh. So there's no point in us not being on the national touring circuit. And I really think that's, that's what I want to do. I mean, I'd really think that'd be great for the city and 
just to revive the the music scene around here. And we've got a young scene that's a good social scene, you know. Mm-hmm. But there's it's there's only so much. I mean, we're kind of boxed in, right? And right. I just feel like there's just we need a little, you know, a little kick to get it moving. So I'm hoping I could, I guess. Make make that kick, or if I have to shove music down people's throat here, I mean, I'm <laughs> so gonna I'm gonna try, you know, I'm gonna try. Like definitely, definitely. I might, I'm also, I'll say please. I'm gonna be nice about it, but <laughs> before you shove it down the throat, yeah. you'll say please first, right? Well, I think yeah, I think the breweries um, have kind of been the godsend, it I has. guess, and really, it, I did. I mean, I I wasn't involved in the whole free the hops movement. I had a lot of friends in Birmingham when they had their whole like renaissance right. kind of of breweries, and now man, good people's got like. A warehouse district. Yeah, Avondale's huge. got like outdoor, you know. Uh, a st- I think they built a new stage like a year ago or something. Right. Like it's it's huge now, and uh, I'm I'm just so thankful that they're there, like catching some of the start starting to be a place for uh, people to come together. You know, it's great. And uh, one thing that I like so much about the breweries, it's it's kind of the same original idea as original uh-huh. music is. You know, like yeah, it's a passion of theirs to to brew the beer, and so it's it's kind of more of a um a family because original music needs a, needs its own outlet. Yeah, so yeah. They, it's a good marriage of a originality, originality in different ways to make it make it work and it's a good place for people to come who want to yeah, you know it's it's a, it's it's a, it's it's what to do now and breweries are a good thing for everywhere and it's it's bringing people together and it's yeah, music, we got, we got all music these, and uh, beer I mean it's kind of what you anyways, need you know? they might right. as well <laughs> Make something delicious instead of exactly. like rocket fuel, <laughs> right? All the time, yeah. Uh, liquid rocket fuel. We've got for, enough restaurants. For other let's, let's get some more music venues. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And um, I'm really, I'm, I'm hoping like Lincoln Mill is the next uh, low mill because I've always kind of been up on the Five Points side of town, right. and uh, I feel like the north side of town is kind of uh, hurting for a like uh, central place. You know? I agree. The Copper Top's always, always been there. You know, and that, but that whole area is kind of like struggled. They've been the ones that have always stood, you know, right, and stayed. But there's been, you know, venues to come and go there. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. There's well, a lot of needs in Huntsville, yeah. for, for places, mm-hmm. and I, you know, and I mean, it's, it's hard to, I know it's hard to just jump on a building and say, hey, we're gonna make this like a low mill. I mean, yeah, but I think the people that are there to support it. Yeah, and it's it's kind of a uh, nice symbolically even you know like the low mill and Lincoln Mill right like becoming arts centers that'd be great when that you know there were cotton gins or something before I mean exactly I think there was a there was two buildings I think on Lincoln Mill and one burned down or something right but uh but yeah it's it's I'm looking forward to it well uh, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with Justin Tidwell from Rocket City Sounds Spice Radio presents real local heroes. Today, we salute you, Mr. Bouncer at the Copper Top Guy. You have the tough job of keeping drunken adult children from ripping each other apart at the slightest provocation. Hey, bro, are you talking to me? While other bouncers might rely on tasers or fancy martial arts to get the job done, you just let your biceps do the talking. With a cap on your head and a smile on your face, you turn this lawless wasteland into an alcoholic paradise that everyone can enjoy. No solicitant, no solicitant. So stand up and be recognized, Mr. Bouncer. You and your enormous biceps help make this bar safer for everyone. Mr. Bouncer of the Cup of Top Guy. Spice Radio, Spice Rack Studios, Huntsville, Alabama. 
All right, we're back with uh, Justin Tidwell. Uh, I was going to talk to you about Huntsville. It's, it's grown a lot. Uh, are there any things you think it's done well in uh, its leaps and bounds of change recently, I guess? Um, Low Mill has been a huge, a huge yeah. success. Um, and it's been around a little bit longer. But, you know, recently I think it's hit good with the press. Um, yeah, definitely. And they've it's seen a, it's seen a lot of big changes. Um, you know... Other than that, I don't know what all has really changed. I mean, mm-hmm. things evolve over time anyway. So that that evolution has helped um, the music scene and where there's more bands. But like I said, without as an evolution, we need more. There needs to be more venues that pop up as well right, to right. support these bands. So until then, it's just we're going to have a hard time getting getting bands in town and out of town because there's nowhere to put them. Right, right. Yeah, and uh, I, think, I feel like our... Uh, it's good that we have that kind of uh, area popping up as its own separate kind of uh, geographical, right. you know, cultural center. But two, our downtown needs to be more developed in um, having venues, pretty much, and just right. having a variety of uh, places. And because a lot of these uh, bars and stuff, are pretty pretty good set up, but they're not really set up for live music at all. No, they're not. And they've got like a stage that's three foot long, you know, and they've right. got TVs that are bigger than the stage <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. And they don't turn the TVs off sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> While you guys of, are kind of distracting. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. There, there's definitely uh, things for it to do. But I think and, we're working on it. I mean, I, you know, there's a want for it here and there's a need. And a lot of the, a lot of the, even the restaurants and bars, you know, that are kind of not ideal for, for music it's mm-hmm. you know it's it's kind of, i mean they want the music there so it's i think they're trying to make it work with what they have yeah so i just think we just you know like i said i think it's going to evolve and i think everybody's on the or getting on the same page and yeah what one thing that i think is a pr- improvement that was like a huge change from uh not too long ago is like this smoking thing right it's like at least for uh musicians health and their instruments health <laughs> well there's some musicians um that I've worked with in the past or that I know personally who um, prefer not to play in places with smoke and some who refuse like they, yeah. you know, I mean, if it's, if they're singer songwriters, it's bad on their voice. Oh yeah. If they don't smoke. And a lot of them, if you're they're belt, on tour, they don't want to do it. While inhaling all that. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. So I think it's helped a lot, but it's also helped a lot with the crowds because there's more people right. who aren't going to go to that bar because it's smoking and I don't, I can't say I blame yeah. them. Um, and so with, with, with adding that, you know, you can get a younger crowd in there as well. So it, it does help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's, there's a ripe area for, for, uh, coffee houses too, and stuff like that. I feel right. like there's a, a lot of, I don't know if it's, it's military or there's a lot of new folks here, mm-hmm. which is good. It, especially it helps us like establish ourselves as a unique place. But, uh, what, what do you think is unique about Huntsville as a market? It's small. It's kind of untapped mm-hmm. still. Um, you know, it's like I've, I mean, I've mentioned Crossroads already, but they've, we've had national acts come through here who are, I mean, for one, Jason Isbell. I mean, we've seen what he's done in, in a small amount of time. I mean, there's, it's, it's untapped. I mean, Huntsville is a good location. There's a good, there's good people here. We're a good mm-hmm. community. There's a lot of, a lot of interesting things here, but they're, isn't a music scene. And to me, that is unique because well, let's come in here and let's make something right, happen. And right. let's just, you know, you can kind of build it up from the, from the bottom floor now. And I think that's, what's unique about it. And we were talking about earlier about, uh, like CSAC and some of the big guys coming down here and changing how, uh, everything runs. What do you, what are your thoughts on that? Like, how do you feel about, uh, the licensing and the cover bands you were talking about? 
Like, how how do you feel like they're going to fit into the new scene around here? I don't know. It's it's an interesting it's an interesting thing to watch happen. Um, it's like we were talking about. It's going to make it's going to make force people and make people you know write original music. It's yeah. And which is which is good. Which I think I mean, if you're a musician, it can't. It started from somewhere. Like there's got to be there's a creative art. There's something inside of these of these musicians. So mm-hmm. let's see what you got. Like I don't think it's a challenge, but from a business end, that's part of it. I mean, these guys right. have, they they have to get their they have to get their money. If pennies or not, I mean, royalties definitely, are royalties, contracts definitely. are contracts, and that's that's what they're for. So it's it kind of sucks, but it kind of is yeah. what it is. Um, yeah, and so it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I think I think it is good, in, at least in the short term. It really it forces people to uh, like uh, show show their goods. Essentially, you right. know, it's like not rely on uh, playing other people's content. Exactly. But but also, I feel like it's I I I feel like uh, a lot of people have come to me and told me like how alienating it is for the from the young musicians person who's just getting on stage for the first time Mm -hmm. you know and in a very small venue you know that's not charging a cover they're not making any money they're not even taking tips and uh if they have somebody shouting orders at them i feel like in the long run it's going to hurt their uh their people that are signed with them because if some of those guys get big and then they they remember being bullied you know as as a when they're just starting they may hold it against them but i mean it's it's like uh the internet has a flipped the music whole uh industry upside down and shaking all the money out of it and it's it's pretty much like uh everyone's running like chickens with their head cut off at this point right and and in the defense of of the musicians you know who are in you know cover bands Mm -hmm. i mean that's what you know there's a demand for it oh yeah yeah. so i mean there's also the i mean they have original content but you know even as a booking even as someone who, who books bands i mean some venues are, you know they want covers. That's what they right, want me right. to provide them with. So mm-hmm. that's why there's bands that play yeah, them. So it's, for yeah, it, you've yeah. got to you've got to be able to play both. You know, especially here in Huntsville. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're just an original artist, it's really hard here. And right, right. You know, it's it's coming along, but it's really hard. So I think uh, I don't know. I think it, it's a catch twenty two. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it really it really is. It's, yeah, I think it's a. Uh, there's no winner. Younger people think so differently about how music is obtained now. Right. Because it's so available. Like you don't have to go to the record store. You don't need a machine other than what you use every day for everyday right. tasks to get whatever you want. It's hard to re- it's hard to rely on passion and love. I mean, yeah, I mean you want to. Like and that's what I always you know mm-hmm. I mean, I like handshake agreements. I mean, I like to trust right. people and you know, and, and this is a passion to me. I mean, I really love doing what I do. And that's the like people you want to be in business with, anyways. Want, and, that's people, it, and you want to believe people are in it for the same reason you're in it yeah, for. Yeah. And unfortunately, not everybody is. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you gotta you, you've got to sell it. Yeah, it's sad though. I mean, uh, I I wonder if kids. It's like you're not gonna give someone a mix iPod or something. It's like they, no, <laughs> right, no more right? mix CDs. I have all these CDs that uh, people have done like Sharpie art on and yeah. stuff, and like all these CDs that have been ruined. And I've got some cassettes too uh, from before that, but it's like. Uh, those those I, I just wonder how the kids do it these days you know <laughs> i don't know it's kind of a lost art like the physical exchange of uh media is yep. is becoming archaic but uh uh well thanks again for coming out uh i appreciate y'all having me uh, another question i was had for you was uh wh- what's your favorite i wouldn't say favorite but you're the artist you're most excited about right now coming out of huntsville maybe that's 
either under your wing or not that you've just like you, maybe you've heard of recently and you're like oh these guys are going there Man, that's a loaded question <laughs> I, um, i'm sorry it's hit you with a hard one <laughs> get me in trouble here. with that one um i don't you know i don't know if, if i have a favorite coming out of Huntsville right now uh-huh. there's a there's a lot there's a lot of good music and there's a lot of good people on the rise um and it's just a matter of getting of finding the venues that that want to mm-hmm. push their original music um them damn dogs are very up and coming you know band out of Huntsville who I think's great oh yeah we um, had we had the luck to interview those guys and and I love their sound it's very uh it's kind of like got a little bit of everything right and and that's and that's kind of how they are as a as right. as individuals. They their their are, whole yeah. band is a little bit of everything. Um, the Beasley Brothers are a great up and coming band out mm-hmm. of Huntsville, um, and I think they're gonna do they're gonna do some good things. Um, you know, and then we've got tons and tons of solo artists. Uh-huh. That you, you know, we got Zach Mayhall, who's also involved with Zach Mayhall and the Dirty Dishes, and with Mayhem. Yeah, um, yeah. Mackenzie Mayhall, who's back in town. I just heard them for the first time over at Straight to Ale, and uh, they're they're very yeah, good. they're great. They're They've good. got a great they're original. Good, uh, they're good. Uh, puzzle piece together they sound good yeah. as a unit you know <laughs> and they got a good like dirty garage rock right kind of fuzzy sound and it you know it matches their personality so <laughs> it's a lot you know we've got a lot of great music here and like i said if we have we, we need someone to showcase these these solo artists um because there's some good ones and uh you know drew richter he's playing right now um he's like he's another good one he's got an album coming out um dave anderson i mean there's all kind of good artists here mike roberts is Mike Roberts from Five O'clock Charlie. He's probably one of the best musicians we have in Huntsville. I mean, all right. If you get a chance to see him in a, it's a band, a duo, a trio, solo, I mean, <laughs> whatever he is, he's he doing. is great. He's unbelievably <laughs> talented. Um, you know, and he's at the Sports Page, which is a great venue as well. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I just think if Huntsville needs, we just need a little bit of exposure. And once we yeah, get a little so- bit of exposure, I think some of these artists that are here are gonna, you know, people are gonna see them. They're gonna take notice and. It's just a matter of getting people yeah, definitely. here. So uh, you got a big event coming up this summer that I'm excited about. I yeah. mean, I've just heard about it recently, but Spring Fest 2015. Is this right. this will be the first one, right? This, this is, is the, the first one. This is the, uh, I guess, the inaugural Spring Fest. All right. So, yeah, um, yeah we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you know, I'm a little nervous about it. It's the first festival <laughs> I put together. Uh, definitely, yeah. But I just had an idea about it one night and felt like Yellowhammer was a good place to host it because it's it's fenced in it's contained you can right, kind of you right. know we can kind of control the environment which which helps i mean um that being said there'll be a limited number of tickets we don't know how many yet we're working on that but spring fest is going to be really cool and it's going to involve local vendors um great yeah art uh we got food trucks you know obviously local craft beer um we've got about let's see we probably Nine, eight or nine bands um, confirmed. A lot of local, some um, you know around the southeastern area. Um, we got some solo acts that are going to play too. Um, still kind of keeping the keeping the lineup secret for a little while. But <laughs> I will tell you that two two of the acts um, or t- the the headlining acts are both um, national touring, you know, signed bands. So if that, that'll that'll be cool. So it'll be a good mix of it'll uh, be a great some mix, national acts as well as some right. local stuff and. You, y'all have a date for it, though, set already, right? Yeah, April 18th is the date of the event. Um, it's going to go from gates that are going to open at 11. 11 to 11 is kind of what we're... That's kind of the window. Um, so it's, you know, rain or shine. Um, the, 
I mean, how many festivals have you been to where it didn't rain? It's kind of the way I look at it. So, I mean, rain doesn't really, it doesn't really, you know. Rain or rain. Rain or know. rain, basically, yeah. <laughs> I can count the number of festivals I've been to where it's been dry. You know, right, Over right. the ones where it's rained. So, um, April 18th, we're hoping to um, announce and have, if we're going to have tickets for sale, hopefully February 18th. Awesome. Is the, is the plan. It might just be pre-sale by then. We're still, like I said, it just got finalized. Um but uh, all of the details. So we're still working some of that out, but it's gonna be a lot of fun looking forward yeah, to it. I think it's going to be a, a big event. And uh, I mean, the music's going to be great. I can promise you that. Like, and that's, is there a, that's my... a Facebook people can find the updates on? Yes, there's a Facebook. Um, it's just, it's spring fest 15. Um, if you go Good to deal. rocket city sounds through Facebook, you get it's linked there. You can find it there as well. Cool. We'll definitely keep an ear to the ground, uh, find out what awesome acts are going to be in store for this summer. Uh, thanks again, Dan Bullard, for doing our sound. I'm Ben Job. Uh, Justin, thanks a bunch. Thanks for having me, guys. I've had a lot of fun. I hope you all had a great Valentine's Day a couple weeks ago. Hopefully, it's not like you're not picking up the pieces or anything, and it's all and it's going It's been great. a good one. <laughs> all right. Thanks again for listening. Uh, take care. Have a good one, guys. This has been a production of Spice Radio from Huntsville, Alabama. You guys know what you want, and you don't have to do too much to get it. Get with us at spice-radio.com. If you have a podcast, you make music or art, or you have an event that you want to promote in the Tennessee Valley, you can find us at www.facebook.com slash Spice Radio Huntsville, or on Twitter at Spice Radio HSV. And again, our website, spice-radio.com.